Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from the new guy who just got a hand job by someone in management at the Christmas party. I could be reading from a woman. You know her. She secretly has a little black book for every day of the week. I could be reading from the woman in front of you that was standing in line, who secretly has a vibrator inside her and being buzzed by her boyfriend. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic questions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, some erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at dnikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And if you like the show, please leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcasts. Support for Dear Nikki is brought to you by Manscaped, who engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer. Let me tell you, not only is it keeping him very trimmed like I like it, he also smells very delicious. That's right, my lover has been using the body wash, among other things. Well, maybe we tried it out in the shower together. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, even when he comes home, I can still smell it on his body. And I know what we did in the shower together. So ladies and gentlemen, if you want something to get her or him a little closer and smell you just a little longer, or maybe even want to strip those clothes off when you're picking up the lawnmower 4.0, don't forget to throw in some body wash. Well, thank you for it. Get 20% off free shipping worldwide with manscaped.com using the code DEARNIKKI, N-I-K-K-Y, of course. That's right, 20% off free shipping worldwide, manscaped.com. Don't forget to tell them Nikki sent you. Have you bought your tickets? I hope so. I'm looking forward to meeting each and every one of you. Crazy winter nights in two weeks. Who's all going? I'm going to be there, of course. Who is going to have a drink with me? Who's going to be brave enough to wear steel toe shoes and dance with me? That I'd really like to know. Crazy Winter Nights. It's in the link in the bio or the write-up, of course. Go there. Tickets are still on sale. We're on a second hotel, I believe. So read the rules. It's not a hotel takeover, but a bubble where us like-minded people can let our hair down a bit and be around other like-minded people. Did we have a naughty Christmas? Are we already on the naughty list for next year. Congratulations. I love it. (laughs) I'm, well, let's just say I'm probably riding that line just a little close. Maybe not as far off as what you guys did, but I haven't exactly been a good girl, but that's what he said. So here's the thing. 
Today's show is just like last week. So stories you probably have heard and probably some of that you have not heard. This was so hard picking out ones that stood out or ones that were a favorite because they're all my favorites for various reasons. But ones that truly spoke to me. And there's ones that you like this time next year, uh, I will forget about just because that's just life, you know, it happens. And I found some of those that were very early on in the year. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, I forgot about this. I love this one. And then it, you know, we it just the show's only so long. <laughs> so if there's one that spoke to you that I don't read or don't pick, didn't pick for some other reason, let me know. I, I want to know what spoke to you this year. What made you try? What made you feel okay? What made you go, wow, they did that. I would never have the courage to do that. That's what I would like to know. So all new confessions, stories, innuendos, starting next week, we already have them up and ready to go. So look forward to that. Also, one of you left a review, and I do read them, by the way, um, occasionally when I remember to go check, is getting an early slash maybe late Christmas presents, but just a little twitch of difference. So if you want a hint, go look at reviews. By the way, I guess Spotify now does reviews. I couldn't figure out how to do them. I looked. So don't ask me how to do it. Use Google or any other search engine that you prefer. <laughs> but I'm very looking forward to the next year. And I wouldn't be as far as I am in this if it wasn't for all of you. You know what time it is? It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have some whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, my wife and I hired a 21-year-old college girl to babysit our first kid. It's quite the long story, but to be brief, she's been working for us for four months, and for three of those months, my wife and I have been romantically involved with her. Neither my wife or I had ever thought about adding someone else into our sex life until we hired her, and both became obsessed. Her name was Lynn, about 5'4", blonde, large D-cups, and a bubble butt. She was curvy in all the right places, yet skinny as a twig. The type of co-ed that even my wife drooled over. My wife is similarly 5'4", brunette, slightly bigger breast, and an equally impressive bubble butt. For months, the three of us engaged in passionate and intimate encounters. It was the same routine every week. Lynn would babysit and put our baby to bed. We would come home to an extremely horny and lonely Lynn, spent a few hours in our bedroom, and then Lynn would leave like it was a normal routine. However, two weeks ago, Lynn stopped in the doorway before leaving and looked back at us with a hesitant and curious grin. She could barely make eye contact before quietly saying, so I've been having a fantasy about getting double penetrated. And um, I'd like my first time to be with you guys. Completely shocked, my wife and I looked at each other and then gently smiled at Lynn as she ran out the door. The next week, the routine went as normal. My wife and I went out to dinner and then returned home. The three of us had a few drinks and then, without saying a word, all got up and knew it was time to go to the bedroom. 
Once there, my wife told Lynn that she needed to freshen up in the bathroom, and while she was gone, she should undress and begin to suck my dick. I lay down on the bed as Lynn began to take off her clothes. It never got old. She was so fucking hot. She removed her bra, and those perky college tits with pierced nipples never failed to get me hard. She crawled up the bed, dragging her tongue up my leg and all around the shaft and balls. She sucked my balls into her mouth as she used both hands to jerk me off. Then after a long, slow lick up my shaft, she winked at me and then began to take me inside of her mouth. Lynn gave mind-blowing, sloppy head the way she would squeeze my balls and roll her tongue around in her mouth as she deep-throated me over and over. Lynn was so focused on going down on me that she never heard my wife walk out from the bathroom. I smiled. I saw her because tonight was no normal night. My wife was wearing a massive strap-on. She came directly behind Lynn and wasted no time at all thrusting into her dripping, tight pussy. Lynn, with my entire dick in her mouth, let out a loud gasp. She looked at me with a huge smile and back at my wife. She knew that tonight we were going to fulfill her fantasy. My wife began to slowly increase the pace as she slid in and out of Lynn. This only got Lynn more excited as she began to rapidly slide up and down my cock moaning. I think my wife enjoyed fucking Lynn even more than she expected. She was ramming the strap on into her pussy, grabbing and slapping her ass from behind. Then she grabbed Lynn's hair, pulled her off my dick, and up against her body. She said, I need you to make my husband come right now, and then you get what you want. Lynn deep-throated me again as my wife leaned forward towards me, giving me a massive thrust. Watching my wife's tits bounce as she fucked Lynn, who had my entire cock in her mouth, was too much. I shot an incredibly massive load into the back of Lynn's throat. She licked me clean. After a few seconds of catching our breath, it was my time to fulfill Lynn's fantasy. She climbed on top of me, grabbed my shaft, and guided into her soaking wet pussy that my wife had stretched out. She pressed her body against mine, presenting her asshole to my wife. I grabbed her cheeks and pulled them apart so my wife could enter her ass. My wife, absolutely elated, pushed the strap on into Lynn's asshole as her fingernails dug into my back. After a few minutes, we were fucking in rhythm, exchanging thrust between my wife and I, occasionally thrusting at the same time, which drove Lynn crazy. She was begging like a whore. Yes, Holy shit, please fill my holes. Please fill my holes. I'm gonna come. I'd never seen anyone experience that type of leisure before. Her eyes were constantly rolling behind her eyelids as she panted for air. Lynn has come multiple times at this point, but it was my turn to fill her ass. She then again grabbed my cock and guided it into her ass while in reverse cowgirl, then laid back against my body so my wife could fuck her pussy. Her ass was so tight and the pleasure intensified as I could feel the pressure around my dick from the strap-on entering Lynn's pussy. Lynn and my wife's moans were earth-shattering at this point. I grabbed my wife's ass and pulled it tightly towards me. At this moment, we were both all the way inside of Lynn, 
as three of us came at the exact same moment. My cock was pulsating, shooting every less of a drop inside of her. Both of them went limp on top of me as we all tried to recover from the fucking of a lifetime that just occurred. Mr. J. Hello, Mr. J. So I have a side note to say. One, I, I really enjoyed this this uh, confession. I really, really did. However, this is how it went. So when we were discussing doing a best of stories and Darcy and I were talking about it, and the first thing he said is the babysitter. I went, well, there was two of them that I remember. He goes, no, 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 the, not the teasing one, the other one, the one, one the week after that one. We have to have the very, they double teamed the babysitter. I think is I don't know if he used the term double teamed, but I think <laughs> you get to the drift. So this was Darcy's absolute favorite. This was a must from him that had to be on this week or sometime this week or last week. So here we go. This was Darcy's favorite. I wonder why this was Darcy's favorite. Can anybody clue me in? For me, I liked that the two of you actually helped her fulfill her fantasy with no judgment, just finding a way to give it to her. And it sounds like she had an amazing time. And I'm so happy for your dynamic and it's working out for you guys. What other things have you guys explored together? That's my question. That's my mind has been, what are you guys doing over there every week? I mean, are we trying? Has this opened us up to try new things? Are we open the Karma Sutra book and go, ooh, let's try page 20? How about in page, you know, 65? Or how about 69 next time? <laughs> That's my question. Is, did that lead to more than just this? And have we done this since then? There we go. That's what I would like to know. I don't know Darcy's questions. He's just elated that I put it on probably. <laughs> Dear Nikki, I'm 37 years old, 5'10", fairly fit and athletically built. Even if not in my prime anymore, I've been divorced about a year and have found myself bored out of my mind with all the time alone when my ex has the kids. Now I have a good job and even divorced, I'm doing fine financially. But I needed a hobby, so on nights when kids are with her, I've taken up driving for a food delivery app. I posted an ad on Guys for Women section in my city, posting the hours I'd be out running deliveries, which is part of the town I'd be in, and encouraged the local ladies to surprise me if I was lucky enough to be their delivery driver. I really had zero expectation of ever having this actually happen to me, but I've been so amazingly surprised with it. I rarely go a single week without making a delivery to someone that saw my ad. Just last week, I took a small order, too small for people driving for money would generally accept, and I drove to a hotel near the airport with my bag in hand. The delivery instructions gave the room number and stated, hand it to me. I waved at the desk attendant as I passed through the lobby, who waved back and winked at me. I'm starting to think they know I'm really about as I deliver to this hotel often. The room is on the top floor and the last down the hall nearest the stairs. When I get there, the door is ajar and with a deadbolt thrown to hold open. They hung the do not disturb sign on the door with the post-it note covering the do not part and handwritten please in its place. I pulled off the post-it and stepped in the door and closed the bolt to let the door latch behind me. Food delivery. I called out softly into the darkness. The room was completely dark with the blackout curtains drawn. The only light in the room was a red glow from the bedside clock. 
As my eyes adjusted, I could just make out the silhouette on the bed, legs spread and knees up. I slowly made my way to the bedside, and when I was within reach of her, whispered, the order was to hand this to you. She sat up and turned so her feet were off the bed, and a knee was on either side of me, took the bag from me and tossed it into the corner of the room, and immediately reached for my belt. You followed instructions so well, it seems. Keep following instructions, and you'll be sure to get a good rating. My reply of, yes ma'am, was quickly rewarded by her warm lips wrapped around my cock. She was one of the confident, commanding types in bed, and was never shy about telling me exactly what she wanted and how she wanted it. By her direction, I emptied myself in each of three of her holes and helped her reach orgasm more times than I could count. When she told me to eat her, she ordered me around like a little pet and pulled my head into her by my ears. She told me exactly how to lick her, how much pressure to use, where and how to caress her, and when she was close to her orgasms, she pulled my head in so tight there was no chance of me pulling in air shouting, Don't stop. Hold your breath and keep sucking my clit. Don't you dare fucking stop. A few times I thought I'd pass out, but I wasn't going to dare disappoint her. Even when the tunnel vision would start and my lungs felt like they'd just burst, I just pressed into her more firmly and kept sucking and licking her clit until she gushed all into my mouth and dripped off my beard. I was in that hotel with her just shy of four hours and never had enough light to see clearly enough to even be able to recognize her in the light of day. In the end, she gave me a five-star review with one of the best write-ups I've ever received. I often wonder if she was a traveler visiting town for work or if she's a local that I pass 10 times a week without knowing. Regardless, she is the reason I will always accept the $3 orders near the airport. Okay, the reason why I like this one is because it's inventive. Uh, it, you're seeing, or I'm, we're at least we've heard three stories as I've, I've said, I don't remember if one of them was on Patreon or not, but three stories of people reaching outside their box and coming up with a new way to explore. Could you, would you, if you were single or even if you were a couple, I don't know how that works. I don't know the delivery app things. <laughs> so could you make up an ad like you did, which I wouldn't know where to begin. So Google or whatever search engine box is your friend. And just pick up the small orders that, you know, are looking for sex. I, again, I, I wouldn't even know how to place an ad like that. or be I don't know if I would even be brave enough. Now, answering one, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I need more than just give me, you know, here's some French fries. I'd be like, okay, thanks. So I don't know. I am not one of those women that could just say, answer an ad and come fuck me. But then again, I'm not in that situation where I'm extremely horny. So I might have to actually toss this around a bit in my head. If this is something I can answer ad for Uber of yes, deliver fries and orgasms too. And where do you fall with the food delivery sex app thing? Could you and would you do it? I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, Ella stood fully clothed in the central lounge. She looked just like she felt incredibly sexy. She knew she was wet in anticipation before they arrived. 
Her mind drifted back to the evening so far and forward to what was about to happen. She had prepared carefully new lingerie, her favorite shoes, and a tight dress that showed off her slender figure. She enjoyed preparing herself. The wax from the day before left her mouth soft and smooth. She took her time shaving her legs as she lounged in a warm bath. As she left the bath, she started to dry herself, admire her body in the full-length mirror, touching herself, enjoying the feel of her fingers on her warm skin. She slowly dressed, starting with the new lingerie he had bought for her for the occasion, a small G-string, black lace, and sheer enough to make the slit between her legs obvious. A black lace bra and it barely covered her nipples and gave her breast a little oomph. The black lace suspender belt and lace top stockings, she liked the way she looked and they knew they would too. She slid into the shoes and he knew he liked her in, the ones that he liked to fuck her in. The high heels that he said made her butt look so good. She looked at herself in the mirror and thought, damn, all I need now is a riding crop. She took the dress off the hanger and slid into it, silver and shiny, contrasting against her black lingerie and shoes. The dress was short, but not too short. The lace tops of the stockings just appeared at the hem, but only just. She turned and looked over her shoulder. Yes, the dress was great, and she smiled as she bent over a little to see how it looked riding up to the tops of her stockings. She wanted to touch herself there, and then, but hesitated. I should wait. There's better in store for me tonight. They drove to the hotel in silence. He was as nervous as she. They had discussed Ella's fantasy more than once, often while making love, but yet the feeling of actually going through with it was surreal, and perhaps even a little terrifying. What if something went wrong? What if they were aggressive or rude? What if worse awaited her? She bit her lip and she thought it through, what she was going to embark on. This was new territory for her, something she had imagined many times, but never really expected to experience. They pulled up to the hotel entrance, and he handed the keys to the valet. He had chosen well. No expense spared. She carried her small handbag, and he had a small briefcase. They had packed lightly, makeup, toiletries, and nothing else. Little else was needed. They walked through the lobby and straight up to the lift. He was prepared, too. Checked in earlier in the day. No delays, no questions. Focused totally on the events that were about to unfold. They traveled up in the lift in silence, purposeful but tense. They reached the top floor and crossed into the corridor to the door of the suite. He had chosen well. A two-bedroom suite, large lounge, bathrooms, kitchen, tastefully decorated and cheek. A large coffee table was centered in the lounge. He handed her a glass of wine poured from the bottle that he had opened earlier. She sipped it and enjoyed the heaty aroma of the wine. He had let it breathe and she told herself, I need to remember breathe too. She looked around quizzically before she asked, he said softly, They will be here shortly, Ella. I thought you would like to relax first. He kissed her cheek and gave her a reassuring hug. It's your birthday, sweetheart. This is for you. Relax and enjoy yourself. Are you sure it's okay? She asked quietly. I feel like I'm betraying you. He looked directly into her and repeated the words, it's your birthday, sweetheart. This is for you. Thank you. 
This means so much, she replied. He started. As you know, I've arranged a special evening for you. We will certainly be joined by six men. You know none of them. I know none of them. And they don't know each other. They had discussed this in detail. It was so important that they were strangers and that no one ever spoke of this night. Each of them had been given some guidelines, rules if you'd like that we expect them to follow. They will treat you with the utmost respect or they will be asked to leave. Are you ready for this? Yes, she replied, trembling slightly. Okay, then we'll begin. He opened the briefcase and took out the small black silk scarf and proceeded to blindfold her. You can take this off if you need to, darling, but I want you to focus on your other senses tonight. With that, he reached over to his cell phone and pushed send on the text that he had typed earlier. It was the cue for her the first visitor to arrive. Ella stood in the center of the room, anxious at what was about to happen, but excited nevertheless. She had thought of this for many years, and finally it was happening. He had arranged it for her. She knew then how much he truly loved her. A soft knock was heard from the door, and he opened it and let the guest enter. Ella, our first guest has arrived. You will know him as Jonathan. Say hello. Hello, Jonathan, Ella stammered. He motioned to the man to approach her, encouraging him to kiss her softly on the cheek. Ella brushed her hand against his arm and felt the soft cloth of his expensive suit. He smelt good, and she liked his soft yet masculine voice. So far, so good. Over a period of 15 minutes, the other men arrived, each greeting Ella with a soft kiss. They did not speak to each other. They were there for her. They were clear on the roles they were to play. Ella relaxed a little. Although the prospect of six men there for her was daunting, she was excited. And then he said it. I'm going to leave you now. I won't be far away, but this is here for you, not me. They know what to do. She shuddered and bit her lip again. She hadn't expected this. Are you sure? She said. Yes, completely. I will have my fun with you later. With that, he turned and left. She was reassured to hear the door of the bedroom close behind him. He wasn't far away. Let us begin. The man who arrived first. We have been given our roles. We will carry them out and then leave. You will not hear from us again. He is close by, and you are very safe. With that, he whispered into her ear, We're going to take turns at addressing you, one by one. Okay, I'd like that, she said shakily. The first man brushed Ella's cheek and swiftly moved around behind her. She felt his fingers caress her upper back and work their way down to the zip on the back of her dress. He was so confident. It was clear he had done this many times. He eased open the zip and the dress slid down her shoulders. The dress dropped to the ground and she stepped out of it, more by instinct than anything else. The blindfold was tied tight and she couldn't see anything. The man returned to his place. She sensed they were in a circle around her. She was right. The next man stepped forward and told her to sit back on the coffee table. He guided her to the table and she sat to the end of it. He knelt down and gently removed each shoe in turn caressing her calves as he did so. She knew what he had meant about the senses, the touch, the sounds, the smells of the men. Denying her one of the senses simply heightened the others. The next man stepped forward and asked her to stretch out her legs. 
He slowly removed her stockings, the right one first, then the left, carefully rolling them down to her legs and caressing her thighs as he did so. She felt a gentle kiss on her inner thigh. She shivered, but felt herself smile involuntarily. The ritual undressing continued, the next man removing her suspender belt and kissing her hip as he did so. This was followed by the removal of her bra, accompanied by the gentle licking of her left nipple and a playful blow of air on it. The last man slowly removed her G-string, pausing to kiss her just above her lips. Each man paused as he finished to whisper, Ella, you're beautiful. She tried to visualize the men. She wanted to rip the blindfold off and see for herself, but resisted. There were little cues in their voices and a brief touches they gave her. They were all in variety of heights and ages. She was curious to see, but far more curious to see what was to come next. She stood before them naked and vulnerable, beautiful and powerful at the same time. She felt their eyes upon her, examining her and admiring her, wanting her. Her ears pricked at the sound of music playing in the next room. He knew what was happening, and he had selected music for the occasion to remind her that she was so deeply loved and to help her relax. Ella was relaxed, and she was smiling to herself, apprehensive but eager to see what was next. She felt a pair of arms pick her up. This man at least was tall as her and strong. She felt good in his arms, safe and secure. He gently laid her back on the coffee table, gently laying her head down on the table at last. The table was solid timber, perhaps walnut, slightly cold to the touch, but substantial. The table supported her weight and would easily have supported another. It was long enough so that just her calves and feet fell over to the end of the floor. The first man stepped back and was replaced by another, Jonathan, the first guest to arrive. He whispered gently in Ella's ear, We're now going to begin the next part of the evening. We're going to tie your feet and legs to the table, securely, but not too hard, I promise. If you feel unsafe or worried at all, we will untie you. But we want you to relax and give in to us for now. Do you trust us? Yes, I do. This is hard for me, but I trust you, she said. One ankle at a time, Jonathan proceeded to tie her ankles to the table. He used the length of fabric, not silk, not as soft or smooth, but thicker and luxurious. He ran one cloth pieces over her thighs. She shivered at the feel of it, loving the texture. She smiled and thought, he's planned this well. Ella was acutely aware that she was now naked and spread in front of six men who were complete strangers. She reached down to cover herself, but was met with resistance. Jonathan, gently grasping her wrist and whispering, There is no need. You are perfect. Please don't hide yourself. Ella let her hand fall and lay there knowing what they were thinking. She liked the thought of the power she had, tied, spread, and vulnerable, but knowing she held all the power, knowing every penis in this room was erect, knowing they all wanted her. Jonathan stepped back and made way for the next man. Ella, I'm going to tie your hands together to the third leg of the table. Do you trust me to do that? You can ask us to untie you at any time, but we want you to submit to us. Are you okay with that? Yes, I am, she said more confidently now. She was aware of her erect nipples, the moisture welling inside her, the involuntary arch of their back. She wanted to be touched and satisfied now but knew she had to wait. That would come. As he tied her hand back, 
she felt the brush of his skin. He was also naked. They were undressed as they were undressing her. She felt the hairs on his arm against her face as he finished tying the knots. He had a clean, masculine smell, and she loved it. Now, Ella, the fun begins. Those were the last words she would remember for some time. Two of the men stepped forward and knelt in either side of her. She felt a pair of lips brush across her left nipple. They were cold and moist. The second man did the same. His lips were warm, almost hot. One clearly had ice in his mouth, the other hot liquid, possibly coffee. They took turns alternating from nipple to nipple, hot then cold, cold then hot. Ella squirmed. This felt good. Too good in some ways. The men placed a hand on either thigh and held her against the table. Trust us, Ella. Relax and go with this. Ella's body was alive and tingling. This was driving her to complete distraction. She wanted to be free, to have one of those penises inside of her, to feel full. She knew that wasn't happening soon. She knew how he operated. That she would have to wait for that. She knew the journey would be worth it, but it would take time. She knew there would be surprises along the way. Two men withdrew and a third approached. What would come next? What did this man have in store for her? She felt the table settle with the weight of another body. He was on the table with her, his thighs straddling her waist. She couldn't see, but she knew his erect penis was inches from her lips. She lifted her head and extended her tongue, trying to taste it, but that was throttled as he gently but firmly pushed her head back onto the table. Not yet, Ella. Later, perhaps. She felt the tip of his penis against her skin. He was lightly dragging the tip over her stomach and across her chest. It was hard and glistening with pre-cum. Ella groaned. She wanted that inside her. He kissed her neck gently and left the table. There she laid, still vulnerable to them all, wanting them as much as they wanted her, enjoying the power, enjoying their admiration, knowing she had their complete attention. She could feel the trail of moisture seeping from between her lips and move down the table a little to spread wider, dragging her ankles off the floor and up the table legs as far as the ties would allow, completely open to them, knowing that they were staring openly at her. She heard the telltale sound of a hand on skin and knew at least two of the men were masturbating, enjoying the sight and sounds of her, the aroma of her arousal. The last of the men came forward and knelt at the foot of the table between her bound ankles. Yes, she thought, my clit is aching. He reached forward and gently kissed her soft lips, pausing to run his tongue between them, slowly up and down, but refusing to go all the way to her clit teasing her, making her wetter still. He gently kissed her thighs and stood up, backing away to the circle made by the others. By now, Ella was wetter than she could remember being, ever. The sensory experience was wonderful. Every touch, every sound, every smell made her feel alive. Yet there was one sense she hadn't experienced, the sense of taste. She wanted to taste them one by one, she licked her lips in anticipation, and she wasn't denied. Jonathan, once again, took the lead and stood behind her on the floor, feet either side of her. He reached forward, placing one hand on the table, then the other at the side of her hips. He slowly eased his hips down over her face, 
easing his penis closer and closer to her lips. Brushing the tip against her lips, Ellen knew instinctively what it was. Her tongue slid out and over the head of his hard, glistening, circumcised penis. The texture was like velvet. She tried to take him into her eager mouth. He resisted. Pulling away, she got closer. She loved the taste of him, wanting more as he pulled away. Gradually, each of the men gave themselves to her, positioning himself over her hungry tongue, just enough to delight her, yet not enough to satisfy. Different positions, different angles, some cut, some not. Ella pleaded for more, but wasn't aware of the rules that had been set out. This is about taste only, just enough to make her want more. The different taste of each man, the shaved and unshaved, the different smells and textures, head, shaft, testicles, fingers to suck on. By now her body was aching for more. She pushed her hips further and forward still, spreading her legs to show exactly where she wanted attention. When are they going to get to my cunt? Can't they see how bad I want it? She thought. She thought back to him in the next room, just for a fleeting moment. Rather than feel guilty, she was more turned on than ever. This man wanted her to experience this, to let go and be free with her sexuality, to fly uninhibited. At a moment, a voice whispered in her ear, You know you have a choice to make, Ella. He gave us the options, one rule being your permission. Do you want to know what's next? Yes, 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 she pleaded, hoping that at least one option involves someone's head, fingers, penis between her legs, and soon. We're going to take turns in giving your pussy some attention and giving you some more of what you just enjoyed. Are you happy with that? Ella grinned and simply said, I want that now. He had this planned well. She didn't know where the next pair of hands, tongues, or penis was coming from, or who it belonged to. For what seemed like forever, she was licked and fingered and presented with one penis after another, while hands touched her body, caressed her legs and breast, groped her butt, sucked on her fingers. She writhed in ecstasy, experiencing feelings she had never felt before, the nuances of taste and touch from man to man, the way one licked her compared to another, the one who knew just how she liked to be fingered. Slowly as the men got themselves closer and closer to coming, they stepped back, leaving Jonathan to bury his tongue into her gaping pussy. He held her hips firmly to keep her still and drove his tongue as far into her as he could, finishing by kissing her and having her smell and taste her own juices. She had fingered herself and tasted it once or twice, but this was different. The mix of sweat, saliva from the men, and her own juices was intoxicating. Ellen knew there was one thing she had told him she wanted more than anything else. Would they do that for her? Would they surround her and come over her? Would they do that with all these other men present? Would they be so turned on that they didn't care? Did she really have that much power over these strangers? Jonathan leaned over and whispered again. By now she knew his smell and knew when he was close. Do you want it, Ella? Do you want that special thing you've never had, the thing you like to watch? Yes, I want it, Ella screamed back at him. I want it, and I want it one at a time. I want it on my breast, in my face, down my throat, in my hair. So one by one they took turns, looking down at her, tied to the table, spread wide and begging each of them to come. 
They came one by one until they were all done. Ella loved the hot semen splashing onto her. She knew it was everywhere, and she smelled of sex. The one place they didn't come on was her pussy. That was the place he liked to come. The last rule was just that, and she wondered if he would do that for her when they returned home at the end of the evening. She listened as the men dressed, not bothering to shower, and began to leave. They left smelling of her, the scent of a powerful woman. They each said their goodbyes and left almost in the same order in which they had arrived to her hours earlier. R. Hello, R. This was my favorite, ladies and gentlemen. And it spoke to me on so many different levels. One, it was a lover, partner, or whatever dynamic those two are in. He gave her the courage to explore herself, her sensuality, her eroticism. And that to me is an amazing, 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 amazing partner. We all want someone like that. And no matter what it is, we all need something like that. Even if it's just to encourage us to wear black panties on Thursdays so we can have sex. And that's as kinky as we'll ever get. That's amazing. Uh, someone that will be open to explore her wearing or him wearing those pink or black or whatever color or any other scenario is amazing. Secondly, it had the it was so very well written, Mr. R, that it had me there. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, I found this so incredibly not only romantic, but very sexually and just Oh, I could see, I could smell, and I was right there. It was like Mr. R had me there and not his beloved. But for me, instead of Mr. R there, which I have no clue what he looks like, I had my lover there. I could hear him say these things to me. I could hear him doing these things. Not necessarily that I would want to be with six men, and I think I've said that before, But the thought of not being able to see who it is and each one of them treating me beautifully and making, you know, me feel like the sexual inhibited woman. Could you imagine even if it was just to do that, even if it was just, I mean, they didn't even have sex. They just came on her and celebrated her. To me, this is just completely amazing. And I can see my lover and I maybe exploring something like this. What about you? Would you have the courage to give your partner what they desired, what they felt like they needed? Could you accept them and give it to them in the most romantic way that you speak to them? With the new year just right there on Saturday, what are your new year's resolution to embrace yourself more in a sensually and erotic way? What ways are you willing to bring yourself closer in your dynamic? What ways do you want to explore to expand it? Something maybe we should sit down on New Year's Eve with a lover, with a glass of whatever we want to drink, and ring in the new year with some goals that will bring us intimately closer to one another. I think this is a wonderful place to stop for today. Don't forget to stop by my sponsor, manscaped.com. Enter code DEARNIKI for 20% off free shipping worldwide. That's right, 20% free shipping worldwide at manscaped.com using the code DEARNIKI. Come see me at Crazy Winter Nights. Have a drink with me. And if you're brave enough, 
and wear steel toe shoes. Maybe have a dance? What do you think? January 14th through the 16th. Looking forward to seeing you there. And in closing, hello lover, let me ask you, when you sink deeper and deeper today, where do you want to finish? In my mouth, so wet and willing to drink you, or my pussy, so very tight and over eager to see you again. I'd really like to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful Happy New Year.